1: I'm Callie Crossley. This week on Under the Radar with Callie Crossley, it's our annual spinning of holiday tunes with our own Mike Wilkins, radio engineer for PRX and GBH's The World.
0: Woke up this morning and what did I hear? The sound like sleigh bells to me. Jumped out of bed, put my feet on the floor, open the window to see the snow was falling
1: straight. That's Snuck sky. in the Chimney by the Surf Boys, included in Mike's annual collection all this hour gbh's intrepid holiday music collector shares his new finds of old songs that are quirky weird and sometimes way out there these are not the traditional carols from the mormon tabernacle choir or even new traditional favorites like mariah carey's all i want for christmas is you nope mike wilkins compilation of songs you never heard of include the vinyl one-hit wonders he rescued from the forgotten bins of overlooked b-sides and a few newer tunes that might become classics. This season, for his 33rd year of Jingle Bell Melodies, Mike honors his mixtape history with Mike's Christmas Mix 2022, a Yuletopia recording. Welcome back, Mike Wilkins.
2: Thanks for having me, Callie. It's a joy to be here.
1: (laughs) It's always a joy to have you. So, stuck in the chimney, um, a little country feel there, and I noted this year that you got a lot of country tunes going on.
2: Yeah, in fact, actually, you mentioned B-sides, and that is actually the B-side of a promotional uh, 45. The A-side was, I told Santa Claus I want you, but somehow this <laughs> okay. had cowbell in it, and I had to, you know, that was the... But yeah, it's just, sometimes it ebbs and flows, or maybe it's my mood, but there's a little more country in this uh, this compilation this year.
1: Okay, well, before we move on to hear a little bit more country that you have included in uh, this year's mixtape, Let's talk about, for those who have not joined us before, how you got started 33 years ago (laughs) putting this collection together.
2: Yes. uh, I was a uh, broke DJ at a small AM station in Lowell, Massachusetts, and I was playing all this great uh, Christmas music, and I looked around me and I saw a bunch of stuff that just wasn't commercially viable and was never going to make it to air. And I thought, well, I'm going to take some of this stuff oddball weirdo kind of stuff and put it together as a compilation and hand it out to friends. And I did that probably about five friends that first year and then I got a request to do more of that and then it it became tradition. And uh, so here we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, part of your tradition, just so folks know, is that you look for this stuff oh, yeah. all year round. Um, and there's some that you have collected that haven't yet made a mixtape. Because what? You're waiting for the right moment or tell us about well, it. Well, <laughs> you know, the
2: part of the problem is I. what happens is I gather stuff up through the year and then I kind of sort through it and decide what I what I feel like goes on that year's compilation. And then I tend to just gather everything up from that year and put it away. And I start fresh the next year, which is a shame because there's a lot of great stuff that I put away every year. And one of these years I will have to just go back and start sorting through stuff and kind of uh, try to rescue some of the the gems that got thrown out with you know with the with the the bath water so to speak
1: <laughs> okay well let's uh take a listen to some again um I was interested in the fact that there were more country songs mm. here's another one called number 3 are you, are, you are you ready christmas time is here are you ready
0: christmas time is here are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Christmas night is drawing near. Oh, if you're yeah. ready, baby. You ready, baby. Pour me some cheer. Are you
1: ready? Christmas time is here. Okay, so who is Rick Hickey?
2: Uh Rick Hickey and that's also with um Bam Powell. That comes off a compilation uh, album from 2016 called called Arnold's Bar and Grill. He's out of Cincinnati. Uh, I've pulled a couple songs off of this record. And um, he's, I guess you could say, an adventurous guitarist with a a unique style. (laughs) And, uh, you know, blues, jazz, country, he he seems to make it all. So he's a fixture on the Cincinnati, Ohio uh, music scene for almost uh, three decades now.
1: Now, do you think that they were playing this song in Cincinnati (laughs) or was it just waiting for you to include in your mix?
2: (laughs) That's a good question. I'd like to think that as a guitarist and prolific uh, Cincinnati uh, band member, I would think that somewhere, probably at a local uh, honky tonk or bar, there's a there they're playing this song. Probably not on the radio, but maybe Mm. I don't know
1: Mm. if you're listening
2: in Cincinnati on the web, please yeah. let us know.
1: Yeah, I would love to know if if uh, Rick Hickey's "Are You Ready for Christmas Time" <laughs> is here. Um, is is uh, something that's uh, that's uh, played locally? All right. So number nine is "Do You Remember Christmas."
0: How oh, do you remember yesterday's Christmas? The spirit that filled the air, the happiness and joy that people gave. I wish you could have been there. Do you remember decorating the church and cutting the Christmas tree? You're in the back of a pickup with a saw and an
1: axe.
0: Everybody shouting with glee.
2: I have to
1: say, this is, uh, this reminded me of Elvis.
2: (laughs) Well, he's from Louisiana. This is what you would call call a a swamp pop. Mm. Believe it or not, this is from 1978. Get out of here. No, it is. It's uh, 1978, a fellow named uh, Charles Basco, uh, C.B. Basco. He sadly passed away in uh, 2016. And I'm trying to find uh, the record right here. I've got the 45. It's on the Showtime label. And um, he was just a world-class musician playing piano, guitar, fiddle, several other instruments. And uh, he was also a, a veteran in the Marine Corps serving in Vietnam. And he made a couple uh, records, but the uh, the 45 is really um, hard to find. Hmm.
1: And where'd you it's find fun it? fun, though. Do you remember? It's fun. Yeah, no, it's fun. I was just trying to figure out where you found it.
2: I think uh, this one I picked up. You know what? Uh, I don't have it on my list here. I usually have the list of where I picked it up. So I'm going to say that I picked it up uh, locally at one of the record stores.
1: Hmm. OK. Um, you know, I recognize an Elvis vibe because I'm from Memphis, Tennessee, and you know, that was Elvis's home. So very yeah. familiar with that sort of... Um, style. That sound, it's, yeah. Yeah, that sound. Yeah. It's just it's it's really familiar to me. I love, love, love number 23, To Heck with Old Santa Claus <laughs> by Loretta wow. Lynn. Well, I just couldn't love that more. First of all, it's Loretta Lynn. Come yeah, on. Yeah. What can you What can you
2: not good things? What, there's just full of good things to say about Loretta Lynn, and uh, yeah, that was a 45 uh, on the Decca label that I picked out. Some people may recognize it because the L- Loretta Lynn was such a huge star. Maybe this got played a lot, but I, it was the first time I'd heard it, and I thought, you know. There's a a different feeling about Santa, and I thought if Loretta Lynn is expressing it, I might as well play it.
1: Well, there's definitely a different feeling about Santa. Uh, <laughs> very country in that story about, you know, somebody did me wrong, except this guy, this time it's the it's... red-suited guy.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: now, did she do Christmas albums? Because I, I don't think I've... Maybe she did a silent night, but I wasn't aware of anything else.
2: Yeah, she did do one Christmas album that I know of called "A Country Christmas with Loretta Lynn and Friends." There may be a couple more, and uh, but it's it's reasonably priced if you can find it online, or you may even find it in a used record store.
1: Well, maybe they will, um, you know, put out more copies now because of her recent passing and yeah, you know it's
2: sad that we lost her this past
1: year, i know yeah. and so you know this this just sounds so familiar it's her great style and i love the sentiment. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't bring me anything <laughs> i hope you fall i love it
2: <laughs> i want to hit him in his ho, ho ho i know
1: all right now you mentioned in passing that you found a couple of them from local stores You know, we have to talk about the resurgence of interest in vinyl. Since you and I have been having this annual conversation, my goodness, it's over the top. I mean, the millennials and the Gen Zers and then the other folks like yourself just loving vinyl. You mean, you came with the legacy of loving vinyl, but they've found it anew.
2: Yeah, it's great. It's uh, it's it's good and bad. It's great that they're finding it. It's bad because the prices have been <laughs> going up. But and but and there's a resurgence in repressings. Of course, there's people are saying, "Oh, I, this there's some interest in this record. I can repress it now." Just remember that not every re- repressing should have happened. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's it's sad in one aspect. Here in in the Boston Cambridge area, we lost a um, an in your ear record store. Uh, both the the Harvard Square one, which closed down a couple of years ago, and now the one on Commonwealth Ave, Commonwealth Ave is closed. and uh, But the stores in Rhode Island are open, and I made the trek down there to get them. But we have great local stores. John at Planet Records always sorts me out. And we've got so many other places. But, yeah, the resurgence in vinyl is is fantastic as far as I'm concerned.
1: Now, can you, I know this will be anecdotal, so scientists don't freak out, but do you have an anecdotal sense of what's the percentage of interest in holiday music vinyl as opposed to any other kinds of genre?
2: I'll have to say, I think what what happens is it is it is seasonal, right? Mm. So uh, what you'll see is that there's a lot more independent artists producing um, uh producing Christmas music or holiday-themed music or winter-themed music a lot more now just because they don't have to get the okay from a a record company to uh, press something onto a record Mm -hmm. or onto a CD. They can release it uh, through Bandcamp or YouTube or whatever and uh, present that song. So I think it's actually growing just because the technology allows for it.
1: Okay. All right, let's go to number eight. He's the one, Allie Speary and Kristen Weber. He's the one.
0: He puts the twinkle in my heart.
1: I knew right from the
0: start that he's
1: the one. I watched him go on that foggy Christmas Eve. My eyes could not believe his rosy glow. They'll say. Okay, that's my favorite line, how he slays me. I love it. And you know, this kind of 1950s girl group harmonizing, I just can't get enough of.
2: It has a little bit of everything, symphonic, country, 50s, uh, like you said, harmonic. Uh, Ali Sperry and Kristen uh, Weber from 2015, uh, both are from Nashville, and they have said this is a love song to
1: Rudolph. Oh, oh that's wonderful. It that is so yeah. good. I love claps at the beginning because that's very, um, you know, that just is really reminding of the, a reminder of those old songs that started with claps and hums and, and whistles. Exactly. And that brings me to interesting you found two songs where whistling is part of the story (laughs) how do you find I just I thought to myself this is so interesting
2: well I found one and then I just and then the other one just appeared and I'm like well I have to put them
1: both together you do obviously so number five is whistling neath the mistletoe by the despoto sisters
2: as far as I know yes all right
1: let's take a listen it up and waiting where is that's everyone
0: <laughs>
2: exactly that's uh from 1959 and i think maybe because of the question you had when you asked how their name was pronounced yes. uh they changed their names to the crystallettes oh. in 1962 but this is from 1959 their first recorded sing- uh, single
1: huh. now did was this just not part of anything else it was just a single just s- a single a seasonal single okay
2: absolutely Yes. all
1: right and Because it's you, Mike Wilkins, you are able to find (laughs) another.
2: Believe it or not, this one you're going to play actually came before it by five years. This is from 1954. All
1: right, this is number six. I want to do more than whistle by the Lancers.
0: (laughs) I want to do more than whistle. How long can a fella whistle? I want wanted him more than a whistle under the mistletoe. My jingle bell heart is beating, it's time that our lips were meeting. Please give me my season's greeting under the mistletoe. I'm gonna get my wish because I still believe in Santa Claus. I'm all decked out like a Christmas tree, so baby please hang a kiss on me. I want to do more than a whistle, it's better to kiss than a whistle. I want to do more than a whistle under the mistletoe.
1: Oh, yeah. So I wanted to play that a little longer because who are the women? They're not the Lancers.
2: <laughs> it's the, uh, it doesn't say, it just says, and chorus. Okay. So it's on the choral label, and this was a uh, DJ copy that I have, a pro- promotional sample copy, but it just says vocal with orchestral orchestra and chorus.
1: Mm, okay. Leave it to them not to identify the women, but I'm just yeah. going <laughs> to say that. (laughs) But I thought it was interesting that um, uh, not only were they not identified, but you managed to find two songs about whistling uh, under the mistletoe. Mistletoe. That is who knew. knew? Um, Now those DJ copies you mentioned, they were just sort of handouts for promotional stuff during the time.
2: Right. Those were given to uh, uh, records stations uh, or radio stations across the country. And they were basically test, tests to see if they could m- be commercially viable because you never know if you throw that. The, it, uh, Mariah Carey, you know, mm-hmm. to think you get a promotional record of that, they played it and everybody is now gaga over it. Is part of the repertoire for the season. And that's kind of how these things catch. That's the hook is whether they can get some airplay and how people uh, receive them.
1: Okay. If you're just tuning in, this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. I'm Callie Crossley. And joining me for this entire hour is our annual guest, PRX and GBH engineer, Mike Wilkins, here with his special mixtape of weird, fun, and unusual holiday tunes. Now, it's normal that a lot of this music would be what I call (laughs) Santa-centric.
0: Yes, no doubt.
1: The focus is on the big guy uh, himself, And here's one of my favorites, because it's got that harmony I love. Number 20, I Saw Mama Cha-Cha with You Know Who by the Bonnie sisters.
0: I saw mommy cha-cha-cha, cha-cha-cha, cha-cha-cha. I saw mommy cha-cha-cha with You Know Who, You Know Who. I climb down the stairs two by two Two by two, two by two I saw mommy cha-cha-cha with you-know-who All around the Christmas tree One year I saw her kiss him Underneath this curly beard of white I won't say his name but his suit is red And he came down the chimney last night
1: I saw mommy so, so clever. The Bonnie sisters, they sound like a real group.
2: Well, they were, uh, and they weren't sisters. Oh, okay. Uh, they met, actually, as nurses working at a Manh- uh, Manhattan, New York hospital. And they, uh, they did have a hit, uh, Cry Baby, in 1956. Uh, it peaked on 18 on the Hot 100, I think. But um, they returned to nursing after um, a couple of their other singles didn't chart, so they went back to nursing. Wow! Uh, Yeah. mm,
1: Okay, that's interesting. Broke up the family, quote unquote. (laughs)
2: Yeah, maybe I don't think maybe too late to get the band (laughs) back together.
1: Number twenty one: Rock and Roll, Roly Poly Santa Claus by Lillian Briggs. One two
0: three four five six seven.
1: Lillian
2: Briggs. Well, believe it or not, she's quite the American rock and roll performer mm. and musician. She actually played the trombone. You hear some horns in this uh, song right there, and I'm, it's by no mistake, I'm sure that there's a couple trombones in there as well. Uh, her first single was the same year this was released, called "I Want You to Be My Baby," and that sold over a million copies and hit number 18 on the uh, Billboard Hot uh, Hot 100 and during the peak of her career from mid 50s to mid 60s she headlined at concerts around the world started the las vegas hotels appeared on tv shows and she, she it's a name that we should be more familiar mm. with i think mm.
1: interesting now i have to point out that you have a number of tunes this year that uh, referred to Santa not in a sober state. So I call it <laughs> inebriated Santa.
2: <laughs> we, we do have a little set here put together. I
1: tell yeah. you. So number 13 is Santa Came Home Drunk by Clyde Leslie.
0: You talk about Santa
1: Claus You want to know what it's all about
0: Santa Claus got drunk last night uh. Everybody tried to throw him out I want to tell you folks, I had all began. Sat and stopped at a neighbor's house and started drinking good gin. Now while I was with him, I named a few. I'd love to name some of them whiskers.
2: See if you can name all the, all the alcohols. To you. You listen to them.
0: It was way back in the ancient age, down in Mid-Spring Valley, where the crab tree grows. Old granddaddy bought a rocking chair for Mr. Boss. One day, we're rocking in the mellow breeze. The rocking chair broke and threw him bottom up. He jumped up thinking about his old drum. He saddled his white horse, said he's going over to Johnny Walker. He,
1: he, names I, I, about, I, I, he names
2: about he uh, names about 20 whiskeys. I noticed in that, song. but the only
1: one I could get was Johnny Walker. Uh, the rest of them were the, the references were too uh, outside well, of my experience.
2: Exactly, that's a good way to put it. Uh, and some of them are no longer on the market. But it's uh, it's amazing. He just goes through this whole long uh, list of whiskeys and then says he's sipping on Gordon's gin. So I'm not sure. Uh, Uh, what Santa was doing (laughs) yeah exactly so uh, Clyde is was more of a comedian than a singer Uh, he was known as uh, pork chop uh, Leslie first worked for Cadillac baby Mm. as a comic during the 50s and um, Santa came home drunk was his only release really in 1957 Uh, sorry 1967
1: so that's that's his one-hit wonder
2: that's it exactly <laughs> and that's actually the B side. The A side is Christmas song. So again we we go to those B sides for for the fun we have. Oh my goodness.
1: <laughs> All right, number 12, Drunk on Christmas by Darren Chris.
0: Drunk on Christmas, it's been a hell of a week with all the parties to drop in and all of that shopping. I had to promise you that I wouldn't peek, but isn't it nice sitting by the fire? Now we can retire, being good as can be. We're getting drunk on Christmas, we're doing something naughty for you. Drunk on Christmas, been up since the crack of dawn. So we broke out the booze that we never use As soon as all the kids and in-laws are gone, and isn't it nice,
1: spicing your cocoa with a bit of soko just to give it a bite. OK, I have to say, I love this one.
0: <laughs>
1: because they sound so good together.
2: They do, absolutely. This is off the uh, album of A Very Darren Christmas, C-R-I-S-S, which is his last name. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, it's also because you're kind of drunk not just uh, on alcohol, but you're drunk on the whole spirit of Christmas is how I'm looking at it, at least from, from my standpoint. But uh, Darren, of course, is an American actor, singer, songwriter. Uh, you might remember him from Glee, oh. he received an Emmy and Golden Globe acting awards for his leading role in uh, The Assassination of uh, Gianni Versace Wow! Uh, American Crime Story in 2018. So very versatile uh, individual right well, there. Well, who's the woman? Lainey Wilson, that's why she sounds so good, it's Lainey Wilson is accompanying him on that track.
1: Remind me who Lainey Wilson is because it sounds very familiar.
2: Well, Laney is the six-time CMA Award nominee and the ACM New Female of the Year 2022 winner. Wow! And that's why you might have rec- recognized the, the name.
1: I didn't, but I she just sounds so good. Yeah, and awesome. it, you know it has that Christmas, uh, that uh, country vibe once again. So, uh, you know, I noted that. So just, that's what she's bringing to this yes. harmony. It's beautiful. I tell you that. Um, now, these are questions I have to ask every year because I'm always curious. Uh, what is your response when you find something you've been looking for a long time. And what have you been looking for for a long time?
2: Yeah, it's one of those things where there are just, there. sometimes you're prospecting and you don't know what you're going to find until you find it. And that's kind of how it is with me. A lot of times I have a wish list that I put together on some of the online sites, things that I want to be alerted about if they come up on auction or available for sale. Uh, and then there's stuff that just pops up in the there's nothing like digging through a record bin and finding something or at a at a um, a flea market or or a yard sale and something you realize you didn't know you needed to have um uh, in fact, i'm gonna mention one here that I'm hoping is on your list, which was um the uh hiki lunta uh, oh yeah we'll song, get to that snow dance song. Yeah, oh, and God. when we get to that, we'll get to that, but <laughs> I'll explain what that's about yeah but it was it wasn't on my list but when I found it it was like Oh, I have got to have that.
1: <laughs> um, can you tell from the now more than three decades of collecting, um, if there are certain themes other than Santa that just are always going to be a part of, of of these kinds of songs? Or is it just all over the place? Because every time you bring a collection, I'm surprised about you know, <laughs> the stuff that's all over the place.
2: Oh, and I think that's exactly it. It's all <laughs> over the place. It's just as, as varied as there are individuals in the world and how they experience uh, Christmas and the holidays and what it means to them or doesn't mean to them. And uh, it's it's and like I said, the technology now is that we have much more ability sharing files uh, rather than records. Um, so you can, I can't narrow it down. I can't say there's a particular theme. Everybody seems... I have to do I do say that Silent Night seems to be one that everybody goes to hmm. like that seems to be the most po- I don't I haven't no versions included in this year's compilation but it does seem to be one that gets um, a lot of treatment.
1: Um I want to play one that is just one of your odd ones and I think why why did someone do this? But okay. Number 25, Snowman Snowman <sighs> Sweet Potato Nose by the J-Nets. <laughs> Okay, Mike, explain. That
2: might be the first Christmas song I've had with a mouth harp in it. Um,
1: (laughs) What is that? uh,
2: These are a female soul group from the Bronx. um, And in addition to this, which has not a lot of information on it, they recorded one of the more discussed recordings of all time, the mystical-sounding Sally Go Round the Roses, which shot to number two on the pop charts in 1963. This, too, comes from 1963. Not much more about the Nets other than that.
1: Wow <laughs> Yeah So you think the j just were literally one recording people or two recording people So I, I kind of get
2: the impression from uh, reading up on them that the J-nets could nets could have been any number of people at any given time mm. That there weren't a core group of j It was just almost like a, a studio group
1: and, you know, the uh, last couple of years uh, we found out in our discussions that there were uh, groups they just put together in the studio just yeah. to s- sing songs, but they weren't ever going to be the people who recorded them, which was right. fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they maybe they were some of those people.
2: Well, it is because uh, it could actually absolutely be that because the flip side of this is just the instrumental background to this song. So maybe they were. this was a test for somebody else to do it. But hmm. who knows?
1: Um, but that's uh one for the books I would say. Where did you find that by the way?
2: This one I actually found at uh, uh in your ear records down in um Rhode Island. I went down there to see Reed and uh he had a pile he, he saw me coming. <laughs> I told him I missed him up here in Cambridge and he had this box of stuff ready for me and it was great. And that's and it's kind of the fun thing now is you can go almost into any record store. They know right where their Christmas stuff is. And while it may seem like you're rushing the season you can, uh, you can get them to drag it out because a sale is a sale and they're willing to get rid of that stuff.
1: Absolutely. Well... By now, Alexa is busy answering millions of 24-7 requests to play most of the familiar holiday songs, Holly Jolly Christmas, Silent Night. Meanwhile, there are more than a dozen new holiday albums from singers including Lizzo, The Backstreet Boys, and Alicia Keys, all hoping some of their new music will become part of the heavy seasonal rotation. But it's fair to say the familiar or latest streaming favorites don't have the offbeat panache of the Heike Lunta Snow Dance song or Santa is a Pimp. Then there is the upbeat energy of the Spanish language Merry Christmas Boogaloo and the not so sweet A Very Maudlin Christmas. None of these made Billboard's top 100, but they are on the Not Your Average Holiday Song playlist, curated by PRX and GBH's The World engineer, Mike Wilkins. Where else can you hear Stinky by Dick and Richard, chronicling the story of a smelly reindeer? Another Mike Fine fished out of the vinyl stacks of nostalgia. So many songs you never heard of from his Mike's Christmas Mix 2022. That's next. This is a special one hour under the radar with Callie Crossley. I'm Callie Crossley. It's White Christmas, yet another version of the classic song excavated by GBH engineer and holiday music collector Mike Wilkins. This version by Hank Carbo and the GTOs is part of his once a year curation of the off the beaten path holiday songs, sometimes way off. Mike's Christmas Mix 2022 is his 33rd collection. I'm Callie Crossley and this is Under the Radar with Callie Crossley and we're in the middle of a special hour celebrating the mixtape of quirky holiday songs of Mike Wilkins. Welcome back Mike.
2: Thanks Callie. <laughs> it's you know always great to be here. That was from 1972 Hank Carbo. Uh, there's a little very little bio information about him but it appears that he um sang with his uh, brother Claude back in the mid 60s pressed a couple 45s. And um, he recorded a record in 1972 of 45 called Hot Pants, which is a rare oh. gem. And if you can find it for under $200, you should probably buy it. Uh, I don't know what it sounds like because I haven't ponied up to $200. Um, but he's still performing as uh, late as or as early as uh, last uh, September out in California.
1: Well, a great voice. He
2: does, absolutely.
1: Oh, wow. Um, all right, so now here we get to the thick of it, Mike. Mm. The okay. So Odd songs, I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, but they they are a mark of your collection. And it's just interesting to me that they ever were pressed into vinyl. <laughs> but they were. Oh, no. <laughs> so we got to start with yeah. Heiki Lunta Snow yeah. Dance Song by Heiki Lunta. Yes. Uh, let's take a listen.
0: Now I'll sing my song, to make the snow come down, and I'll do my snow dance, whoops, almost lost my pants, that's a holler and yell, and really give it, it's Hickey Snow Dance Song, Hickey Snow Dance Song. We gotta have some snow by the 4th of December. Heikki Lunda, make it snow, say all the range club members. Okay, so I wrote <laughs> on my notes weird,
1: weird, and Scandinavian, but I don't know well, if it's Scandinavian. He, it's,
2: it's uh, <laughs> from Michigan, and okay. uh, it, <laughs> Heikki Lunta in this case is uh, David Riuta. excuse me, Riuta. Ryuda, David Ryuda, he actually uh, created this song. Uh, Hickey Lunta translates to Hank Snow in English, and uh, there was an, it, th- there is a true story to this that there was a, a, a snowmobile race that was about to take place on a particular uh, range snowmobile club, and it didn't look like there was going to be any snow. So they, uh, this fellow worked at a local radio station. He decided to record this and do this. And as it turned out, it snowed unbelievably a large amount of snow. And they got mad at him because they thought uh, that he had, he had actually caused this giant snowstorm that almost canceled the snowmobile races. He then recorded the, se- the second side of what became the 45, which was Hanky uh, Luta go away, which was having everybody <laughs> throw rocks and snowballs at him. Uh, but it is actually fra- there is a, a whole a legendary story to that. Yeah.
1: All right. (laughs) I can't imagine that our next one, number 10, Stinky by Dick (laughs) and Richard. Let's take a listen. It's spoken word.
0: Once upon a time, in a cold, far northern land, there lived a little reindeer. Now, this little reindeer didn't have a glamorous reindeer-type name like... Donner or Blitzen or Prancer. His name was Stinky. He was a good little reindeer, but he did have a few faults. For example, the water up north is real cold, so he didn't bathe very much. And his hoofs were always very dirty and muddy. And his coat always needed combing. And he ate a lot of onions and garlic bread and rarely had time to brush after each meal. Now, one morning, Stinky's mama woke him up and said,
1: "Son." you've got to get a job. said all right now mom what was in the imagination do? of Dick and Richard whoever they are or one person I so think this
2: is a Rangers. moral tale okay uh, where so if said, your kid doesn't you go to work take care of himself and doesn't go to school he's going find a, it's here. gonna be hard for him to find a job and yet if he does, takes care of himself and studies he will then ultimately turn it around and work for Santa. Um, that's how I, I see it, as a fable of that kind. That's the only way I can figure it out. Um, it's actually by a, a group, like you said, Dick and Richard. Uh, there's really very little about their, uh, about them on there, It's which is kind of weird because this is on the Capitol Records. Wow. This is the B-side. The A-side was actually Santa caught a cold on Christmas Eve. Some people might have heard that by chance. Hmm. But um, it, I, all I can say is that this was written by the same man who wrote the theme for the Munsters TV show. Really? That's the only information I could really dig up on who these people were. I just think it's a vanity project, you know, kind of like. Clearly. Yeah, I just think, you know, or a pet project. Somebody was like, well, let's just do a a moral tale about being better.
1: Um, Now, we should say, as the record goes on and the story goes on, Stinky does, you know, Um, Reform? Yeah, reform. I mean, first he tries to get a job with Santa, and Santa's like, no. Um, And then he kind of cleans himself up, literally, and then, you know, he gets a gig. See? That's what I mean. It's (laughs) it's a modern-day moral
2: tale of doing the right thing.
1: Okay, well, let's see what morality is expressed in number 22, (laughs) Santa is a Pimp by the Code Walkers. Here we go.
2: Been a minute working in the chain gang, building my spirits, doing my own thing, keeping my secrets, working till the bell rang. No speaking pots, why? Because the boss don't tolerate slang to keep it real. The melodies we sang to keep us safe, we smile without our fans. And if we knew the freedom loving past, start off this rebellion is with a bang. I pour a bottle for the concrete plan, we rappin' for the North Pole. Uh, okay, that's
1: my favorite. We're repping for the North Pole <laughs> yes. Um, Who are the Code Walkers, and how did this song come to be?
2: Well, this is a five-piece rap, rock, reggae group from uh, Cardiff, Wales, fronted by uh, Nigerian powerhouse, uh, Son Babato, oh. and uh, backed up by four Welshmen. Uh, you know, it's a vibrant fusion of cultures, as they say, mm-hmm. ideas, musical styles. And um, I found them through once again that uh, digital album compilation that was put out uh, by Kevin McGrath, and I just I I really dug it, and I kind of liked it, and it got a, had a good beat, and I could dance to it, kind of thing.
1: <laughs> so I thought that's a little different, Sa- a different look on Santa. A very different look on Santa, but you know it sounds good. It's it got does. an interesting beat. Yeah. It's just just a weird take on it, as <laughs> as we've said. <laughs> Um, now, you always, every year, uh, amaze me with finding the, you know, sort of what I call the Debbie Downer takes on the holiday. You know, we've heard um, mm-hmm. a couple yeah. earlier in the show. But um, this one, and some, as you say, with some morality tales or protests oh, or whatever going on. I know on. what
2: this is, yeah. I Number I know 26,
1: How Do You Lie to Your Child About Santa? Yeah. Eugene, Meerman, and Lucy. Uh, let's take a listen.
0: How do you lie Is Santa real? Um, Baruch Atah, uh, I don't know. I what kind of cookies
2: should we leave? Huh? I bet Santa likes local flavors. Maybe Snickerdoodle. In Norway, they leave
0: a beautiful blonde baby.
1: Okay, so this song goes on to question whether Santa has free will. (laughs)
0: Yes.
1: (laughs) Who are Eugene Meerman and Lucy, and how did they come to write this song?
2: Well, this song was... uh, I was pointed to this song through Henry Santoro, uh, Man About Town, Gadfly, Uh, WGBH personality. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And um, Eugene uh, Meerman is a Cambridge-based comedian, and... I just thought that it was—I bought this uh, digitally, again, through Bandcamp, and uh, I just thought it was a nice track to have because it, it expressed some sentiments that I know I have friends that have these kind of sentiments. Like, how do I—when I'm raising a young child and trying to get them to be truthful and honest, and how do I lie to them about Santa?
1: Hmm. Well, we should note that you've played Santa because you yes. sometimes have the natural white beard and you have the natural white hair. Yes. So thank you. So you've been a part of the deception. Just want to put it out there.
2: That's right. Oh, no, I, I fully endorse. Uh, I've, I'm not making a comment myself here. Not all views are here expressed on my own. Uh, I actually have the the belly for Santa as well. It was kind enough for you not to mention that part, but it's true. Um, but I just thought it was kind of nice to throw a different uh, side of of. Uh, Santa out there as well Thoughts okay. about Santa?
1: here we're continuing the Debbie Downerness. <laughs> number 14 a very maudlin Christmas by the Romantidote is there anybody else who's sick of sleigh bells
0: those five C movies that you've seen a thousand times the all time greatest best of Christmas compilation and decorations from your neighbor that'll make you wish you're blind driving for miles and miles to reach distant relations
1: Okay, so this guy is not with the season. <laughs> <in your> <laughs>
2: no, he's cool. just going through the motions.
1: <laughs> who, uh, well, romantidote is pretty clever. Who, right. who is that? Well,
2: uh, I'm not sure of his real name, but he's from Berlin. Oh. And uh, if I can use the quote from his, his own site, he's putting the art in cathartic. He's the love child of Bon Ivor, Byron, and bizarrely, the Bee Gees.
1: So what about number four, Christmas Shopping Blues by the Cincinnati Dancing Pigs? Let's take a listen.
2: I've got those Christmas Shopping Blues. i got those Christmas Shopping Blues. i got those Christmas Shopping Blues all day. There ain't nothing I can do. There ain't nothing I can do. There ain't nothing I can do to make them go. From Bethel to Bond Hill, from Oakley to
0: High Park, I couldn't find a present, no way.
1: Then my car ran out of gas, I couldn't find my cash. Okay, this has kind of a little folk, country vibe to it, and as you said, it's Cincinnati Dancing Pigs, I assume it's from Cincinnati. They
2: are from Cincinnati, and they're a, a jug band, oh. and I think you can get that feeling from that. Yeah. So... Uh, you know, they t- tout themselves as the premier jug band of Cincinnati. I didn't know there were like a lot of competition, uh, <laughs> but they've been around uh, since probably the uh, 60s. And they've been uh, playing all sorts of stuff. And for those of you who don't know anything about Cincinnati, or maybe you do, uh, there was a lot, of, uh, a lot of stock, pig stock, uh, stockyards there and there's a park down by the river where they have statues on pedestals of flying pigs and i refer to it as uh, flying pig park but apparently um it's known as eden park but that's where you probably get the cincinnati dancing pigs in their name
1: okay well one of the things i've always appreciated uh that you've included on your list are some instrumentals you got a couple this go round. um Let me get the number for We Wish the Ghostly Trio. That's number 27. Okay, there's all kinds of weird instruments. I swear there's a uh, kudzu in there or something. What? It,
2: they've got everything, <laughs> yeah. and they and no, it's a kazoo. As, that's what I meant. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, um, it's uh it's, it's weird. Yeah, uh, the whole they have a whole album, uh, and it's a test pressing. I don't think it was commercially available, and if it was, you're probably a lucky son of a gun who bought it. But it's it's um, I don't have much more to say about it than what you hear it's from 1987 I really don't know anything much more about the band
1: I don't think you need to know honestly yeah. <laughs> it's enough you've said it but the one that I love that's instrumental on the list is number 19 Merry Christmas Boogaloo by Johnny Albino su trio it's Spanish language and I love it let's take a listen Okay, I just love this. doesn't make make, you you want to dance. You you feel all upbeat. You know, you could be making the Christmas cookies and moving around. Absolutely. (laughs) And I just love the way they say, Boogaloo, Boogaloo. I love it. So, who are they?
2: (laughs) Well, um, this is actually one of any number of groups that uh, Johnny was part of. uh, The Sutrio. Trio. Uh, He had over a very prolific uh, Puerto Rican singer, a bolero singer, a career spanned over 300 albums, wow. and uh, he was part of some very big Puerto Rican bands uh, back in the uh, '60s and '70s. He sadly passed in 2011, but this was on the Starbright label, and uh, it's the side A. and the side B, I don't know if it has any Christmas connotation. I just haven't gotten around to playing it, but it's uh, it's it's really danceable. It's really fun. I like
1: it. Oh, it's so fun, and it feels um, so spirited, you know, yeah. in a in a positive way. So I just. I love it, love it, love it. Um, So I always ask you, and you never want to tell me, but I'm still going to ask you, what's your favorite this year on the album?
2: Uh, Well, uh, (laughs) I'm looking over the list here now, and it's, they're all my children. I love them equally. I know, that's what you tell me every year. Yeah, every year. So let's see if you can nail me down this year. Um, I think uh, I... I, I I have to say I like the Merry Christmas to the Drunks, Merry Christmas to the Lovers, and that's, that's mostly so odd. it's mostly because I can kind I feel like I kind of sing, can sing along with it.
1: It's okay. it doesn't mean
2: have any other meaning. It like it's I have no relevance to it, to it at all except that I think I can sing along
1: with it. Okay, all right, well. <laughs> <laughs> it's true by the way people who are just dropping in uh, to this conversation wondering what the heck is going on
2: it only happens once a <laughs> it year. it only
1: happens once a year Thank goodness. this is under the radar with callie crossley i'm callie crossley and i'm here with prx and gbh engineer mike wilkins and we're continuing our jam session with tunes from mike's 33rd annual collection he calls mike's christmas mix 2022 Now, this is about the time where I point out to you that there are some new albums that I have interest in, want to share, and um, maybe get your take on whether or not you think they may become classics in themselves. So, um, this year, a lot of celebrity artists, uh, some familiar and some not, um, have come out with um, some Christmas albums. And mostly the critics have said they're all good. Here is Lizzo with Someday at Christmas. That's Lizzo. Yeah. Um, Backstreet Boys came strong this year with their Again, Christmas album. Right? Yeah. yeah, and it's getting a lot of attention. Let's take a listen. That just goes to show you that um, all kinds of groups can come back and be successful at Christmas. That's a keeper. Absolutely. Alicia Keys, back to June. And Nora Jones, you remember her? You know, she had that big debut and then she has some other songs that have done pretty well. She has an album. It's called I Dream of Christmas. I dream of Christmas.
0: Snowflakes in
1: I think you'll agree it's very Nora Jones. Uh, The whole album, I think, is like that. And I got to go back. Remember last year when I was talking to you about how um, the streaming of these songs has really brought old songs back to folks, but also has, you know, pumped up the new ones as well. And my favorite from last year, I think, is a current classic, and that's the one with Elton John and Ed Sheeran, and it's simply called Merry Christmas.
0: So kiss me under the mistletoe
1: I think uh that could that could it won't be Mount Mariah Carey, but it'll be up there. At I some agree. Point. I think
2: you can play it, that every year without a problem. It's, it's gorgeous so and it's uh it resonates still.
1: And I love the backstory that um Erd Sheeran was asked by Elton Johnson to, to do the uh, song and he said, No, I'm not doing a Christmas song. And Elton John wore him down. So there you wow. go. All right, so wait a minute. Back to if you. Sir Elton
2: John asked you to do anything, <laughs> I'd be like, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, it's Sheeran, you know, I guess he had his own idea at first, but he did it. Okay, we're all scared that you're going to get tired. <laughs> you haven't set a deadline from You know, that's it. I'm not making another collection this year. I think
2: what happens is I probably say every year, oh, maybe this will be the year I don't do it. And then I get a email from your producer saying, hey— <laughs> When are we gonna do the Christmas thing? And I'm like, oh, I guess I better do it then. No, the truth of the matter is, I I really enjoy it. I do it all the all uh, i I could probably I probably can't sell any of these records not <laughs> of interest to anybody else. But uh, I've spent uh, a good uh, a down payment on a house on records that uh, I love sharing, and I'll continue to do it because because of what we what we're doing now.
1: All right. Well, I have to say, I look forward to it every year. I'm so fascinated by these songs I've never heard of. <laughs> that's why we get along so
2: well, Callie. You're, you're, you're as, as uh, crazy as I am.
1: Yeah, yes, I am. <laughs> I guess that's the truth, and um, I am utterly fascinated by how many B-side records are yet to be discovered by you. Well, that's, <laughs> And they will and, be. <laughs> and you know what,
2: and you just mentioned all those fantastic uh, contemporary artists who are making, you know what happens is they'll only get one or two of those make airplay, and there's so much other good stuff on that album, and those will become the B-sides of of years to come, so I definitely pick up those records on your recommendation. And you never know, there's something because it doesn't always have to be odd; it can be beautiful yes, and just not true. heard regularly. And I love sharing that stuff too.
1: Well, I have definitely enjoyed you, and I thank you so much for joining me. And see you here same time an next absolute year. Absolute
2: joy, Kelly. Thank you for having me.
1: Okay, Mike Wilkins is an audio engineer for PRX and GBH's The World program by profession and by avocation, a collector of unusual or little-known holiday music. We're going to go out on number two of Mike's Christmas list 2022. It is Christmas Song by Anton Barbeau. That's it for this special one-hour edition of Under the Radar with Callie Crossley. Listen to us online at GBH News or wherever you get your podcasts. And follow us on Twitter and Facebook to stay up-to-date with our programming. Under the Radar with Callie Crossley is a production of GBH, produced by Jesse Steinmetz and Kelly Wessinger, and engineered by Dave Goodman. Listen again on Thursday and see you here at 6 p.m. next Sunday for a new episode. I'm Callie Crossley. Thanks for listening.